my friends, guess what? What's up? Mm. I watched Princess Bride. <gasps> Just keep talking. Keep talking. Oh, that was for me. The last thing you say about it. No, I was I I was excited because I it's been a long time since I've sat down and knew a movie was gonna be good going into it. So it was just like right at that first scene was so nice. I was like, okay, we're jumping into a great one. And it was good. Did kind of fall asleep at the end, but it was good. It was good. I was tired. So it does get okay. Well, I mean, if I could have controlled the setting in which you saw it at, it'd be about 4.30 and a couple vodka Red Bulls in your hand. But obviously that was not the circumstances. That's a very specific time. I don't think I've ever met. No one watches a lot of movies at 4.30, but that's actually prime time. That would be like 10 minutes later than Bryce would prefer to start. Sure. I True. think, I think, did so it may not be like the best movie of all time, but did you feel like it's it's magical and fun and, and really good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I think there was also a part since I knew the jokes, I've edited the episode so many times, I've heard you repeat it over and over and over that when they were coming, I knew the line that was coming. I knew he was going to say, anybody have a peanut? Oh, that was a great line. I mean, Things like that. That was a great line. That's on me. So, as as no, it's it. good. I just, the R-O-U-S's. Bryce, it's, it is inconceivable to me that you watched this movie. <laughs> I do not <laughs> think you know what that would mean. <laughs> I was, that one was kind of blue balling me because I was just waiting for it to hit. Because he just kept saying inconceivable. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, when is he going to say <laughs> That whole scene, there's like the the big giant guy and then the Spanish sword fighter. They just keep going back and forth with just <laughs> like these rhymes and these puns. It's just the most, it's so fun. It's such a good movie. It, it's a good one. I will agree. Glad about, you recommended it. What was that? How about the albino? Yeah, I know. It's uh Billy Crystal. Whoa, is it really? I think so. I think so. Let me go no, check. No no, 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 no. Billy Crystal is the is the old man that uh revives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, who's the albino? Him after. Who's... The albino is the one that tries to kill him. Oh, the albino is the one that does the torture. You're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Appreciate that, Zach. Yeah, just um no, Women volleyball albino. stand up. Shout out Brooke Randall. Shout out Brooke Randall. <laughs> Um, the albino is great. Yeah, that whole torture thing, and then the bring him back to life. That's a good, good couple scenes. It was good. Happy. Appreciate the. What would that be called? Recommendation. Appreciate the recommendation. Recommendation. Yeah. Rec, I think. I don't think, and you know, in the spirit English speech speakers, in the spirit of acknowledging Michael's and myself's good recommendations. No, I know. I know. We'll get there. We'll we'll get there. The th- crazy thing is, I turned it on. I <laughs> turned it on and had it playing. Crazy. That's so impressive that you haven't watched another TV show in three weeks. That's so impressive, isn't it, Harv? Seriously, no. That no. It's going to be Severance. Which is true. Which is true. I have not watched a TV show. A lot of movies, a lot of YouTube. Here's the thing. I'll watch it. I'm excited for the day and it's going to be a good day and we're going to have a lot to talk about. 
I'm just busy right now, y'all. Here's the thing. You should let us know or oh, let, yeah, let, let us know when you watch it because it might be worthy because it is such a good I show. I, I I might should we do a rewatch it. on here? We, we might do a rewatch on here. I feel like we could do a rewatch on here. I just don't know when that time would be. The people want to hear our pop culture thoughts. It is a year or two late, but maybe it's like a season two is coming uh, early January 2024 or early 2024. Mm-hmm. I did so. make a I did make a revamp to my dating profile, and one of them is my Halloween getty up of being Mark S's Innie. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm the Audi. I'm the Audi. Sorry. I hadn't watched an episode before that, so that is hilarious. I finally get the the joke. Yeah, so I was his Audi, and uh, gotten getting some good reviews. So love it. Yeah, I I really like that mustache. Of yeah. course, is getting reviews. Also, I like that Harv said it's two years too late, even though we're reviewing Survivor seasons from 2004. Listen, <laughs> as if that's not two years too late. That's a great point. That is a great point. Speaking of which, should we get into it so we still have 30 minutes for this uh, Survivor thing? <laughs> from the top. I'm going to pick my second ranked person first. Wow. 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 And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, voting in the majority, coming at you with another episode of Survivor Content. Season 44 is in the books. We're going to look back at that a little bit today, talk a bit about the new era of Survivor but first, I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts, my good friends, uh, Michael Gutierrez and Bryce Mulder. Michael, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. It's really good to be back. I'm excited to reflect on what was the best new cast of Survivor in probably since 28. I mean, so we're talking seven, seven, wow. eight years. That's over a decade. Yeah. Well, it's it's under a decade. But um, no, because of the break, the pause. 28 was uh, 2013-14. Yeah, it's like almost 10 years. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah, no, I'm just, it, it feels really good to feel fulfilled by a season from start to finish. And, and you guys heard it on the podcast. Uh, we haven't been satisfied with outcomes before. Like that happens. But even being dissatisfied with this outcome, as you guys, as we'll talk about, me being dissatisfied, just feel really fulfilled by by what we experienced so that was exciting yeah it was a fun season bryce how are you, how are you doing this uh fine tuesday evening um i'm feeling esteemed thank you very much missed that one today <laughs> but i i'm doing all right i'm really excited for this recording because i feel like we're gonna have a little bit more debate than we've had before we yeah. finally get to have a couple topics that are a little bit more spicy um and I there's think been we're gonna see it a little different i think we're just gonna see it a little differently than we have been there's been um, some debate on the pod but bryce is alluding to we're gonna do a, a draft at the end of this we're gonna talk about season 44 a little bit but we're gonna do a draft of all the new era survivor players so season 41 42 43 and 44 we're gonna draft them all together and i think there's a lot of ways to attack this the the winners of a couple of these seasons may not have been the best players on their season 
So it, it's interesting how it's all going to shake out. There might be some controversy. I'm, I'm excited. I think there's at least a few players, maybe more than a few that I know on the pod, we're going to have differing opinions on some big differing opinions. I know we got some winners really low. We got some players who shouldn't be top 10 and Michael's top 10. So who knows? It could get crazy. First of all, okay, just because Bryce doesn't like Marianne does not make that like a big thing. And second of all, if you're talking about Gabler, I will fucking fight you. So <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like the NBA draft one, Bryce. I feel fortunate that I didn't have to worry about where to draft the Warriors because I knew Michael was going to take him high. I don't even Gabler's not even on my board. I know he's not getting to me. I know Michael's taking him three or four rounds before I want him. Three or four rounds too high. hundred <laughs> percent. Gabler is a little high on my board. We might have to read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving I'm giving him too much away. Let's talk about season 44. So Jam Jam wins uh, pretty decisively in Final Tribal. He got seven of the eight votes. Heidi got the other one. Carolyn, tragically, maybe, maybe not, didn't get any votes. We were pretty big Carolyn fans on the pod all season long. The first question here, I think, is the, is the easiest one. Jam Jam is a survivor winner. We look down, there's been whatever, uh, 42, 41 different survivor winners. I think there's only two multi-times, so 42 different survivor winners. He is, in my books, a worthy member of that uh, club, a very special club. How are we feeling about Jam Jam as a survivor winner? We we mentioned, or Michael, you mentioned, we weren't as satisfied with a couple of the, the winners the last few seasons. Are we satisfied here? Yeah, I think that... Yes, we're satisfied with Jam Jam. I mean, come on. He was really good start to finish. Um, I can I can yield that. But ultimately, I just don't think that the outcome of Carolyn's zero votes is something that leaves me pretty salty. I think that I hypothesized maybe final seven in that those two might split some votes. I was a little discouraged to see either someone on the jury or something that they said swayed them to be 100% jam jam that I did not anticipate. However, and I can, I'll emphasize this point later, so much of what Carolyn's um, magic was, was her ability to read people and she was right. And there was no way to know that she was right. So I think that um, that, that probably did not uh, benefit her in the end, but that was kind of my pop, my take on it. I'm so happy with Jam Jam. I think he deserves the win. And I've been... Okay. Just an aggressive snarl. I can't just be excited about Jam Jam. He's high on my board. I'm excited. I do think Carolyn... I've been contemplating it a lot recently, and I really do think Carolyn deserved to get no votes at the final tribal. Against <laughs> Heidi and Jam Jam. Guys, wait, hold up. Did you guys hear... Did you guys hear... Sorry, I'll turn that off. Did you guys hear that pause in Bryce's voice. He's just trying to be confrontational right now. No. No, yes, you no. are. Are you serious? Like, really think about it. Carolyn, Carolyn is like, when we went into the final four with Marianne, Mike, and Jonathan, we wanted Mike and Jonathan to win and Marianne ended up winning. I think we wanted Jam Jam, like truly we should have wanted Jam Jam to win all along if we're just being consistent. So what you guys what you guys are hearing here is someone who has voices inside their head. And when he says we, he just is talking about the party of people that are inside of his own two ears. Okay? Dude. That's it. 
we got that figured out. Don't worry. That's that's not it. That's not it. We as the survivor community. Fair, fair. I'll yield that. Michael just absolutely. You're basic. You're basic. <laughs> Eviscerated Bryce on live live airwaves. I didn't even I know think... what the say back that was there's, there's no response that was brutal uh i think jam yeah. jam 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 was a, a more than worthy winner i think we can talk about carolyn in just a second but just for jam jam he was there all season long we got a lot of mid-season content of him taking out those people uh brandon and josh wilder and matt and whoever else he was dominating mid-season he had all the relationships he was a great winner he played survivor a really strategic way throughout so i i don't have any problem with him i love jam jam i i think it, he was awesome carolyn though i think that is the next question and we already started getting into it i i had written in our notes are we bitter that about the carolyn ending and i think sometimes we're victims of the edit and of the moment and the survivor story this season was carolyn and they were given her or given us a lot of her all season long i think she worked hard enough and she played a strategic game to the point where we thought she had a chance of winning going into the the final episode we all had her on our board she was right up there with jam jam and carson we thought it could go anyway i think she deserved a couple votes i think franny easily could have voted for carolyn and subsequently matt since that's a that's a pretty obvious voting pair right there i i am I would love though, Bryce, just to flesh it out a little more what what you just said. Carolyn deserved no votes. Do you do you mean that like what we saw all season was good and she deserved to get there, but it wasn't good enough to be considered a winner? Like she didn't do enough to go over the top? Or what where does that statement come from? That's I think it really comes from just looking at who is in that picture of the top four, right? We're looking at this going into this final episode. Everyone was going to vote for Carson over Carolyn, right? Heidi has a bunch of people on the jury. Jam Jam played a great game where he got voted for a lot and he bounced around. He made a lot of alliances. Just looking at it, aside from the edit and everything we're looking at, just Carolyn, I didn't, like, looking back, she played a great game, but I don't think it was deserving of the win, necessarily. I don't know if it was deserving of, in this final Tribal Council, maybe one vote but that that that's where i'm coming from you i might be getting ahead of myself here do we think that let's say carolyn is in carson's shoes that's a big carson advocate on the jury do we think that carson is going because we think that jam, jam jam is a worthy winner do we think that that vote between jam jam and carson is closer or do we think that jam that carson sweeps it like we kind of were hearing I think Carson sweeps it. Wow. I think two things. I think the vote between Carson and Jam Jam is closer than the vote between Jam Jam and Carolyn based solely on what the jury said and what we saw from people. It sounds like people were giving Carson a lot of credit coming into Final Tribal, and mm -hmm. then he wasn't there. And so it was like, okay, we're, we're going to figure it out. But he might have been the favorite going in, which I personally didn't expect. Two, I think we we don't need to get into the society things, but like, people really want to come to a consensus in, in things like this and like feel like they're part of the majority. And a lot of times like NBA MVP voting, we're going to talk mm -hmm. NBA stuff on a future pod. A lot of times the MVP becomes more unanimous than it probably should be like Jokic or shouldn't win 95% of the vote, but he does. Yeah. It should be more like 60, 70 to 20, 30 or whatever. Yeah. I true. think that happens a lot on survivor juries where yeah. it's just like, we're all going to pick someone and we all want to feel good about it and be on the right side of history. 
Yeah, I think that my issue is if you're coordinating in that sense, there are dollars associated to these votes. Big time. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that Franny and Matt can't recognize that they know that they know that Heidi's going to get one vote. Let's get Carolyn two votes, and let's let Jam Jam sweep the rest. Like, is that I? I would love to be in that war room to determine. Like, do they think about the money, or are they just thinking about we want a convicted winner? Because Carolyn, well, do they deserves? Do they know each other's votes? Like, are they sitting in a room and being like, "Okay, I'm voting." I don't for think this to that degree. I think it does change a little bit during final tribal. Like, people do think that they're coming in undecided, so I don't think they can plan it out quite like that. But I don't know. I, I don't think they're thinking about getting someone to second place. I think they're just thinking about getting the winner right is all they think all right. about, and then whatever and happens, that's, happens. That's, that's what we would want. That's what we would want. So, yeah. Michael, who are you voting for on final tribal council? Uh, I mean, it's we see the edit. <laughs> That's a cop out answer. But like we see the edit, and I think that I said it on our finale, on our after the finale, after the final rose, if you will. We saw that where he called it after the final rose. Superstar. Yeah, like was. she was the survivor used and abused carolyn for content oh. the entire season based on the based on the final result they used and abused carolyn the whole time and i don't really fuck with that so there's a lot of saltiness over here high sodium count but yet people. yet he still didn't just outright say i'm voting gonna vote for carolyn he still thought about it no i'm voting for carolyn i'm voting for carolyn hundred percent however i don't know if she properly articulated her exchange with danny and brandon did brandon. you guys did you guys hear the pause he doesn't believe this at all, all he's right. just trying all to make right. an argument all right all right excuse me out here i got i got a couple quick questions before we get into this draft uh just survivor new era stuff we've been kicking around uh in our conversations over the years Shortened seasons, 39 days down to 26 days. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I am jumping on Joey's bandwagon here. Shout out Joey Hewitt. Don't like the 26 days. Want 39. Because 39, it really shows on someone like Hewitt was saying. And I was thinking about this. That's two weeks. That's a lot of time. So I'm a big fan. It's Survivor all in all, right? Like, let's go yeah. out and survive. Um. I would agree with that. I think that the one thing I do like about um, the 26 days is I think you can feel the velocity among the among the cast members, among the characters, and that they feel it's moving faster and they feel a little certain level of unpredictability that 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 I think leads to some weirder votes or some weirder mm -hmm. um, persuasions, but uh ultimately as far as content goes we get the same amount of episodes we get the same amount of tribal mm -hmm. the same amount of everything uh i would prefer 39 yeah what if I they, know. Go ahead. what if they throw 39 at us now do they just have to just implement two weeks more of idols and advantages and all that stuff yeah or they, they just, just gonna do the out. same same There'd stuff a, spread out there'd just be a down day on day three on day seven on day mm -hmm. 12 there's be a down day here and there mm-hmm um, I think I prefer 39 as well, but I would love to see, Michael, exactly what you're talking about. The game's more sped up now. Put new uh, era players, new era survivor players on a 39-day season and see if they're still as frantic and aggressive, even though it's more spread out. See how they adapt. It would be interesting. 
Um, but it's not going to change. So I don't think I'm too broken up on it. They're pretty set on 26 days. Next question is, uh, there's been more idols, more advantages. This season, though, it didn't really show its face quite as much, I feel like. Things weren't played quite as frequently. It wasn't in our face as much. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Are we? Do we like where idols and advantages are in New Era right now? I think it's necessary where it's at. I think that, like, based on where the conjecture was at before, I think that I'm fine with where, where it's at. And I think it's, as we discussed throughout the season, there are almost so many that there's less action. And that's better than like, there's so many and everything's happening and it's so much randomness. I think that there still is now it's just a different type of strategy. I think they should put an idol in everybody's water bottle to start the game. But part of it is if anybody else finds out, the idol is null. So they all think they have a single hidden immunity idol. And just let's create chaos, see what happens. 2023 is the year of chaos if anyone does not know that that's where our goals are at so i agree it's the truth i i think the they've players have kind of started to figure it out a little bit and the introduction of the knowledge is power this season it wasn't even on the island and people were still afraid of it and it changed things up quite a bit so i think i think it's in a good spot i'm not mad about it i was a little bothered by it earlier but it's not not too uh too aggressive do we know how much lead time so Joey would be good to ask about this. Maybe Jack Stewart would also have some insights. Um, how much lead time there is, like they find out they're going on Survivor and then they they, they ship off and they're going to Fiji. Because like mm-hmm. Bryce, Bryce, as we know, has submitted some applications, single application, maybe. Did we finally a, get around? There's there? a number out there. Who knows? There's a number. So it's like, you know, but Bryce isn't necessarily stud- – you're not studying, like, the advantages. Like, like if, if you got the call tomorrow, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Okay, let's lock in and see, like, what are the past advantages? How did people vote on the first vote? Like, when are these likely to be introduced? Blah, blah, blah. I think that the, this Her- squad was very, very prepared for that. And that's going to be continuing. We're going to continue mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah, and to answer your question, Carson said he found out in, like, January, February. Because he did that three months. Okay. Yeah, I think it's pretty quick. I think you can be in casting for a long time and like, oh yeah, you'll come on eventually. But from getting the call to actually being on the island, I think it's usually a couple months, three, four months tops. So it's a quick turnaround. You've got to be Mm -hmm. ready to go. Last question here uh, before we get into the draft. How do we feel about players on Survivor that are all super fans? They're not. Most of them. They're not well, all, but it seems like it I, I seems like more are. This season might again, like the idols, might have been a different. I don't like to name drop right. but Francis Marin. But you're gonna did say that there are not as many super fans as we think there are. And so I think that a part of it is like when they get on this when they get on the show, the super fans among their alliance are very tactical about sharing information that they feel. And so like all of a sudden, if Carson's a super fan, okay, now Jam Jam and Carolyn become in the knowledge of what a super fan is or something to that effect. So like Hmm. maybe the super fans just dominate more. I'm not convinced after my uh, run in with the superstar that they're all superstars. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think they should figure out who all the super fans are and just ship them out to the sea. If like Carson says he studied the challenges, we just put him in a boat 
and shove them out there. That's how you fix the problem, Harv. I feel like the people that are super fans are also more likely to tell you that they're super fans. And so maybe it's kind of a... They just can't help it. Yeah, it's just a sample size thing. So what is... I just want to throw another question at you guys. Is there a future survivor as we become better, as producers become better, as editors become become better? Is there a future version of Survivor where we're watching this as they're out on the island and we're really experiencing mm-hmm. it live with them and they're just editing it episode to episode as opposed to in season retrospect? That is a great idea. I do. I actually have a sourced answer for this. The answer is yes, there is a version of that, but it will not have Jeff Probst be associated with it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff needs six months to get get his get affairs in order yeah, and make sure it all makes him looking in the best light. I think that's a really interesting idea. Michael, Michael I would pay you ever... for a live stream. I, can you imagine a 24-hour-a-day live stream and you, just, you can hop in there and see them at camp at 11 o'clock at night getting ready for bed or something? That would be so much fun. Have you guys never watched Big Brother? Yeah, Big Brother, but it's not Survivor is the thing. No. But it's I big, haven't and I, big and I brother won't. big brother is live and you can hop on to cbs.com and watch that's or really bigbrother.com cool. and watch their live cameras. That's really cool. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Sorry, yeah. that makes my take stupid. Yeah. Well, I thought I came up with that idea off the cuff. So it's already <laughs> happening. Let's get into this draft, guys. Uh it's pretty straightforward. We're only allowed to select characters, uh not characters, players, contestants, excuse Personality. me. Carolyn's the only character. People, they're humans, they're people. Uh, from Survivor's Seasons 41, 42, 43, 44. Just a quick reminder, winners of those seasons are in order. Erica, Marianne, Gabler, and then Jam Jam, of course. We had a lot of players get voted out. Final four, five, six, seven that were pretty high caliber. Some runners up that maybe had an interesting case that didn't quite get the Tribal Council votes. There's a lot of ways to go with this. The way we posed the question in the group chat was who's going to do well on any given Survivor season? Who's going to be the best contestant? Who's the best overall Survivor player? If you take out the context of what was going on on their season, if you just put them out there, who's going to find a way to dominate, take control of the game, et cetera, et cetera. I think we're going to... We're going to do a quick snake draft. We're going to do five rounds, get five players each, kind of a little mini tribe. I don't think we need to focus on tribe dynamics and worrying about having four alpha players on one tribe. We're just picking the best players. I came up with this idea, and I really would love for Michael to have the first pick. That's that's my choice. I'm just going to throw it over there. Uh, Then we'll go Bryce, then we'll go me, and then we'll just... Go from there. And then we'll snake it so you'll get two of the top four. Am yep, I re- that, that's correct. Wait, who's at, who's first? Michael, I, I just I just chose yes. that. If someone wants to swap, I'm happy to take one or two. I don't really care. I don't I would prefer one actually now that I'm looking at my board. And I'm gonna <laughs> go and I'm gonna pick my second. I'm gonna jump right into it if that's cool, Harv. Yeah, no, it's let's do it. I'm gonna pick my second ranked person first. Just so we know that this is not my top ranked person. I appreciate the clarity. But you know what this you know what this draft is about it's about living no l-i-v-i wow maybe give me fucking cody wow i think he's gonna figure it out wow i think he's i think he's great and he's my first fucking pick wow i I hate this guy what you like bryce if you guys are longtime listeners you know that michael hated cody he (laughs) hated the living tattoo hated him First impression was not a Cody fan. 
Oh my gosh, that is insane. Hand up, hand up. All right, guys. I was wrong. I was wrong about Cody. Real wrong. Character. That's my first overall pick. Cody's on my squad. I had him at nine. Where'd you have him, Marv? What? There's a lot of players, dude. I made my list off of like success in the game as a as a criteria. Mm -hmm. I had I had three players over Cody. Right. From his season. From his season. I think that we can see here. I'm gonna make this argument now. Five. I think that if you finish four, five, six, arguably you're, you know, one of the, you were a, a fraction of a, of a second away from making it, making it work. Yeah. yeah. But he finished six. So he didn't even make the final episode. I said four, five, six. I know, but I just want to make sure we know he finished six. Cody was on my board. I forgot about him in my first rankings. And then I was kind of adjusting. I don't think I put him up high enough. Okay. So okay. I, I don't, I don't have him in the first round, but I, he is an amazing player. He was really good. He is, but I think there's a lot of players that there's you could argue. A lot of players. All so, right, Bryce, you got picked two. You're on the clock. Jamathy is who I'm going to take with my first pick. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he was my number one, one point one. He is, he's just jam jam. I think he's going to do great in whatever situation you put him in. He can clearly fight from the bottom. He can fight from the top. He can talk to anybody. He's fun. People like him. He's going to do great anytime you put him out there. Yeah, it's a basic house pick. Good pick. It's a great pick. Jam Jam was number two on my board. I love Jam Jam. All right, I have picked three for my uh, first pick of the draft. I get my number one player. I'm taking Jesse, man. Mm, that was my number two. Yeah, I love Jesse. Jesse's such a good one. He He's just, he was thinking the entire game at a higher level than everyone else, and he he lost in fire, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah, he's he so good. I think he was too emotional. A little bit, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, that's great. I have no qualms with this first three. I think that you guys have an issue with my pick, but I don't think that that first three is anything we should be ashamed no. of. No, no, Jesse's somebody I wanted on my team, but I just didn't think I could draft him in the first five. Yeah, I love Jesse. All right, um, my second oh, I meant pick. Cody. Shit. Oh, Cody. Yeah, yeah. My second pick, I'm really struggling here. Yeah, God. It might be... No, I'm going to go with Jesse's uh, counterpart and kind of... Uh, there were duos at time. They went at each other that's at a good times. Pick. I'm going to take Carla. Oh, that's a good pick. Cool that. Those are seven and eight on my board, by the way. Okay. Jesse and Carla. Wow. So here's the problem I'm running into now. Is because my Jam Jam and Jesse were my one and two. Carson and Carolyn are my three, four. And Carla's five. So I'm just like, I don't want to pick all of that Tika squad. So I'm going to go with a little bit of a different one here. I'm going to take Ricard. Ooh. Good pick. It's a good pick. Thank you. I know. He was on the board. I am personally thrilled that you are not taking all of the uh, the Tika. It just felt wrong, you know? Like, I mean, if I could pair freaking Jam Jam with Carson, you guys would be hating me, but that's all right. So, Michael, um, who you got? That's my pick is next, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people out there think I'm going to pick Carolyn. The way that Harv, and I would have picked Carolyn, but the way that Harv prefaced it is dominance. Mm-hmm. 
And I obviously can't pick a zero vote winner or zero vote finalist. I don't think with dominance in mind. Um, oh, this sucks. Okay, give me Franny. Ooh, Ooh. give me Franny. Ooh. Yeah, I think that I think that as we discussed, if she if she chooses to blow that challenge and save Matt, a lot of things change, and it's hard to have that hindsight when you're in the game. But I just really like Franny in the spot, and I think that. Her early recognition that she can't be tied to Matt the way that she's that she was, it just shows some level. There's a lot of things going on with Franny, so I like Franny at, at six. Do we like season forty four as much if we went down the Franny alternate universe, where she where she does do that? Yep. Um, I I I think that I like it more because I think I see a world where. Franny and Matt and Carolyn kind of get together. Um, I'm all about Carolyn. And apparently Carolyn would probably get blown out in that final tribal as well. So fuck me. But um, yeah. Okay. Am I up? I'm up at seven, aren't I? Yeah. So I guess I could just choose Carolyn right here. Um, I'm not going to though. I am. I'm going to pick her. Fuck <laughs> it. This guy. Yeah. But notice, just for um, salary cap purposes, she is a third-round pick. <laughs> Perfect. I thought I had the next two picks. I forgot we were doing a snake, and it went back reverse again. <laughs> so I thought I was getting Carolyn, and I was really excited about it. But that's a great pick. Well, that's a great Car- pick. Carson's going to be jumping back to you, Harv, because I'm going to take Gabler. Oh! Oh, Fuck! I thought he was sliding. Yes, baby. We got him I thought he was sliding that. too. I was going to take him with my yeah. next pick. 3.8, baby. That's where we got him at. We were giving Michael so much shit in the, the pre-show about Gabler, <laughs> and we both had him ranked in the top seven. It was either Carolyn or Gabler for me. Good pick, Bryce. And I respect your ability to open up to what you know it's similar to how i picked cody i think that you came mm-hmm. around a little bit absolutely i respect gabler i mean he wins he or he won so you got to give him some respect <laughs> i can tell you who who won who's not getting any respect if anyone picks erica in this draft she's she's on my I'm 11, re- she's not 11. Re- i will resign from this podcast hey <laughs> i respect erica's game more though let me tell you we'll talk later about it i respect it we'll get to her I'm up uh, with my third round pick. I'm rushing to the podium to to grab Carson. Yeah, a good pick. Just imagining how I rush. Carson, give me. I want Carson. Give it to him. <laughs> um, with my first pick of the fourth round. I made this board a few hours ago, and I don't necessarily think I'm the same person I was a few hours ago. But I'm going to stand by what I have on on the paper. I'm going to take Marianne. Mmm. Wow. Honestly, a little high in my preference. I know Mike I like doesn't. That. I figured. Okay. She's a winner. She is She's a, winner. a winner. She's a winner. You got to respect it. She's a winner. I heard at 16th. I said 15th earlier, but I moved her down. <laughs> um, damn. All right, Bryce, back to you. No, oh, this is you again, Harv. It's you again. No, I, I went Carson. Oh, Carson. And Mary. That's a good oh. duo to go back to back with. Yeah. A winner and then Carson. It should be winner. Wow. I'm gonna. I need some female blood on my team. But I don't Jonathan, like. 
Jonathan's looking at me right dead in the eyes, but Jonathan? I'm going to, I'm going to go with Evie. Ooh, nice. I think she would step in nicely in a lot of seasons. Damn. She's a nice. solid player. Erica um, was ranked higher than her, but it's okay. Um, Am I the only one? I don't know where you guys are at. I have my, I have my top three so far. Do you have my top three on my board or on my team? Wow, who are they? Carolyn. Oh, it was in order. Carolyn, number two was Cody. Number three was Franny. Oh, that's fair. You just had them ranked totally out of place. So, yeah, I mean, but hey, it led to a result that we can get behind. Um, Yeah, but you're not results oriented. So, (laughs) we're certainly not results based. Um, And then I'll wrap up this round um, with. See, but I am out of like my top seven at this point, so that sucks. I just picked my twelve, dude. So, um, and my ten is gone as well. Okay, nine, Omar. Nice. Oh my goodness, I forgot he played. Yeah, Omar. That's a good Omer? one. Is it Omar or was it spelled Omar, pronounced Omar? It was... it, the Survivor Wikipedia has it spelled Omar, but I remember it being pronounced Omar, and I thought it was sm- spelled Omar as well, but it's O M A R. Okay, okay yeah. so it's Omar. Yeah. Um, he's gonna be. He's gonna round out. That's a good one. Uh, he's a great player. Is anyone taking Romeo? Mm-hmm. No. That's a no, Survivor it, finalist. That I is mean, a Survivor a, finalist. Him and Carolyn are essentially on the same playing field, basically. Uh, and Xander is also in yeah. that round. Sean. Wow, Michael, you have the first pick of the fifth round. Okay, so for my final team member, so far I do have Cody, Franny, Carolyn, and Omar. I'm really happy with that. I think I'm missing a little bit of grit, a little bit of grunge, and a little bit of experience. So I'm going to go with Mike. That's such a good one. Give me Mike to, to to round out that starting five. Mike was looking hot. And he I came in. Him. He came in second, right, on his season. Yep. And I thought he how many good... votes did he get? How many votes did he get? I don't. Let's see. I'll get it for you. Keep going. I'll give it for you. Mike got one. <laughs> so he's he's, he's Heidi caliber. Well, was him or Romeo? Romeo got zero in that one. God, that yeah. season is brutal. Was that forty-one or forty-two? Forty-two. 42. That was not brutal. Okay. That ending was brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So give me Mike. I like that. So what's your team, Michael? My team goes Cody, Franny, Carolyn, Omer, Omar, and Omer, and Mike. Mm. Okay. All right. So this is where I'm struggling with. Jonathan's still on the board. Danny's still on the board. Give me some muscle. Xander's also still on the board. Xander's yeah, going to remain on that board. So I'm going to go with Erica. <laughs> Throw the curveball at him. Is this my resignation? We'll see you later, Michael. Uh, no, I just got to pick. I needed, I needed some different, a different angle. Honestly, my team Ooh. is all very one path. They are the same player. <laughs> yeah, they have different forms. Are. Michael has one total final tribal council vote on his squad and Brian says about 15. <laughs> yeah, I got three winners on the squad. <laughs> oh man. 
I was gonna pick Erica if you didn't. She she's okay. a winner, man. I like I get it. She we none of us were super stoked about her as a winner at the time, and we still aren't. But she's a winner. She deserves to be in the top fifteen at the very mm-hmm. least. I think that's a good pick. Appreciate it. I am on the clock with my last one. Got a couple Dannys on the board. Well, let me see who I have. I have Jesse, Carla, Carson, and Marianne. So I got a winner. I've got a lot of strategy. I got a lot of strategy, but I think strategy is ultimately how you win. A lot of times it bites you in the butt, but I think it's really tough for Jonathan, for Danny to be winners because people don't see them quite as being in control at the end, even if they were just because of how they're perceived. So I think strategy is what you need. So just fifth round home run swing. I'm going to take Shan. Yep, great oh, fucking pick, Art. Great fucking pick, baby. Out of nowhere. <laughs> what uh Shan did, is not in my top 20. Who did Okay, that's ridiculous. But also, All it's right. not ridiculous considering who I'm about to compare her to. Who did Gabler get out at that post merge vote? Ooh, let's go check. Gabler. What was her name? That was the big one. Uh Janine? Oh, no. That, that Cassidy Ellie. took credit for. Ellie. Oh, Noel. It was Ellie. Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think that Shan and Ellie just, Shan just had a few more fumes left in the tank. Kind of surprised. Yeah, Noel's solid. Shan was throwing fastballs for about three or four episodes straight, just heater after heater. It it took her down, but she was doing Mm -hmm. a lot out there. It was fun. So, Okay, so just want to recap here. We all know my team because I said it about seven times two minutes ago. Bryce goes Jam Jam, Ricard, Gabler, Evie. 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 We don't know that that's true. And Erica. And then Harv goes Jesse, Carla, bang, bang, back to back. And then he hits up Carson and Marianne. Fuck, okay. And Wait, she, can you reread that to me? Which one? Harv's. Jesse, Carla, Carson, mm. Marianne, and closes wow. with Shan. That's wow. a squad. That's an interesting as, squad. If you think of that as a tribe, I yeah. mean, like figuratively and also literally, I don't know if anyone's getting off the island alive. <laughs> yeah. They don't work well together, but on their own in random seasons, I think those are awesome. Those are some players. Yeah, no, that's some that's some great players. Um, I got a stat for my team. Um, we are shooting sixty percent on win percentage this year, and twenty one total final tribal council votes. Twenty one. Twenty one. Wow. Who are your other two? I have. Uh, Ricard and Evie. Wow, those are those are some. Oh, so all three of them pulling won. it down. <laughs> all three of them won seven to one. Yeah. Wow. See, that's what I'm saying. All these Survivor Final Tribals are blowouts lately. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Ricard and Evie are really pulling down my. Did, did Did you guys have anyone in your? I I listed out fifteen. That was my fifteen. It should have been sixteen because I did overlook. Um. I think I overlooked Jonathan. I think Jonathan probably should have been in there. Did anyone in your top 15 survive? Yeah. Both Danny's are in my top 15. Danny, the football player? Yeah, mm. dude. I think he's really like, solid. No, you just like he's not he gonna win. 
You just he's like not, what he said on Tyson's podcast. You like him as a podcast. That doesn't guest. hurt. That doesn't hurt. And I'm hoping he's coming on our pod. So I'm going to stay in his good graces. I think he's a solid player. I don't think he ever wins, but I think he's, I don't think he's ever getting voted out pre-merge. I think he's like a top 10, top seven player every single season he's on. So okay. I, agree really good. I think the other Danny I have. Yep. The other Danny beats that Danny out. hundred. I had, I had him one spot ahead. I have them back to back. Other Danny ahead. Bryce, anyone from your team? Uh, Danny, Jonathan, and then Nasir. Oh, Nasir was my last Nasir's one. I solid. thought I was going to come yeah. in with it. Hey. Nice. We'll get Nasir's some touches solid. in there. Yeah, absolutely. So One other, high. High was on my board still. High was a, what the it's fuck? a decent one. Not, it's not good. Am I, I the only one, pick him. Am I the was, one that was, hated high? I didn't love him, but he was, he was decent. He made it top eight exactly. or whatever. Top, yeah. So... Did anyone I, uh, did anyone that we picked were they and I think the only one outside the top seven was Shan. No, it was also um I think Nasir one, two, three. Oh, but that we picked. That we picked. Um oh, no. Evie, 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 Evie. Evie was late. Evie and Shan. Okay, so yeah. I'm the only one on with, the same season. I have all top five, sixes. Franny was six, right? Or is she seven? Franny was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Damn, fuck me. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you have a lot of later picks, but they're all like fan favorites, like players that we love. I mean, I don't have a lot of later picks. I have Cody. Who was sixth. And then, and then Omar, who is also sixth. Yeah. So six, five. Six, eight. What's our overall eight. numbers? Do the math. No, I don't know mine. Yeah, we're not doing the math on this. No. <laughs> Come on now. I think that but was a good we exercise. Saying, but There's some good players here. Michael Michael said, how many people do you have from 41? And I drafted three people from 41. And yeah. the last person <laughs> remaining on my board was Nasir from 41 as well. So maybe we uh, underestimated that that cast a little bit. I think Ricard runs into a lot, a lot of trouble without Shan as a shield. Like as a, just yeah. a complete distractor. Because as we said, she was just renegade out there. My hope is that Ricard finds, like I thought he was really good pre-merge. He finds another person to meet shield in. He can dabble out a little bit of strategy here and there. You know, so. Yeah, he's a thinker. He's a thinker. He's a thinker. You know who's not a thinker? I'm, I'm going to leave that one. <laughs> yeah, please leave it. Um. So we right, got... Sure. That felt great. That felt great. Um, a little programming updates for the people. We've got season 45 of Survivor coming up in September. We are really excited to be doing another podcast season for that. We'll be here every week walking you through the episode, giving breakdowns. We have 90 minute episodes freaking finally of Survivor, which is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of content for us to talk about. Over the summer, though, we are going to be doing a Survivor Crash Course, Rewatchables, uh, season by season breakdown. We're going to start off with season 13, Cook Islands, which is a nostalgic season for this podcast. We'll talk about it when we get there. We've talked about it a little bit before. We love that season. We're going to be rewatching it, breaking it down all the way through, talking about the the fabled I-24, some of our favorite people in Survivor history. It's a lot of fun. So that'll be coming in your feed soon. Any other parting notes before we, we leave the podcast this evening? Yeah, also this summer, the Voting in the Majority squad is 
creating a little watch party at Andrew Harvey's house. So DM me for the address. Um, it's <laughs> going to be somewhere around July, August. Great. Everyone's welcome. So, and sounds like fun. I hope I'm invited. Well, the guest list is a, a little short. So, a little short. <laughs> yeah, actually. Peter was the one that extended the invite. So we'll have to check mm-hmm. to see availability. But And he said only one Harvey. So <laughs> it's the fight to the finish line. Um, great podcast episode. We're, we're coming at you guys with another episode here later this week with some NBA breakdowns talking about the playoffs. But for now, we appreciate yeah. you all for listening. Appreciate it. I think Survivor ages like fine wine. I mean, we were very critical of 41, 2, 3. And we have a lot of players that we think we'd like to see back. Absolutely. Should we just Absolutely. send this list? Should we just send this list? In it would be helpful. I think Jeff would appreciate it. It's like a Christmas wish list. Hey, I want these people. Well, plus we got to include maybe Bruce has got to go back and MGM yeah. might have to go back. So we, I wouldn't throw them in there. 